0: Greetings. One must not get one's knickers in a twist. Hello and welcome to the History Emporium and Powers podcast. I am currently sitting in my car at Wimpole Hall, a very wet Wimpole Hall, Um, feeling a little bit confused because they have changed the car park. Um, It's now in a completely different place, Um, so I don't really know where I am. But anyhow, I am going to do a live podcast. I say live. I am going to do it on site and then go home and edit it all later. And hopefully it will be good. Sound quality will be good. But this, yeah, this is a first for me. So this is the first time that I'm doing anything live um, or on site, as they say. So, yeah, bear with me and I will give you some lovely facts about the beautiful Wimpole Hall. So I've left my car and I am walking up. The huge car park now that is it's quite nice actually it's got a little lake in the middle of it um, I'm trying to find some signs um, I can see some arrows so I'm gonna head that way so I found where I was going the lady on the desk was lovely now I'm going in a completely different way to where I would have before so I'm coming up now to a beautiful view of the um of the stable blocks now the stable blocks are huge and grand and lovely and it's usually where the um cafe is held and this used to kind of be the old entrance um so they built a new one a bit further back um so you can kind of see this in all its grandeur from from walking around this corner so yeah um good job national trust I'm i'm impressed I'm impressed so far. So, I've come to the stable block now and I just wanted to describe what I'm seeing. So, unfortunately it's closed, the doors are closed. So, um, right at the the main entrance, oh, we've got this huge double door that obviously is the right height for someone on their horse. Um, Above that, there's a massive uh, clock tower. um, Very ornate, um, black, face clock with gold um, numerals on it either side there are um, statues of um, a deer and a lion on the other side um, all made out of red brick um, inlaid with um, some white stone um, I'll post photos of all of these um, later on but yeah really impressive So I've just got to the parish church of St Andrew um, and it's distinctly different from any of the other buildings here. It has been done in the same brickwork but you can tell it's a lot older. Now Wimpole has had a a family on it for many years Um, so whilst buildings have been knocked down, recreated, knocked down again the the church has has been the same. So they've basically got their own parish church here, um, with very old gravestones. I mean I'm looking at some now um and they're illegible because they've been weathered. So this is a very old, um, beautiful building. So Wimpole has been um occupied for at least two thousand years. Um, There's evidence that Romans were here, Anglo-Saxons were here, and it was occupied during the medieval times as well. So um, the earliest map shows a a four-gabled manor house, um, surrounded by a moat. It looks very different now, but that's how old we're talking this estate to be. So the, the house I am standing in front of now Um, it is symmetrical, um, it never used to be symmetrical, it used to be larger on one side than the other. Um, it's made of red brick, again, in the same style, stonework around the windows and around the doors. Um, the front door is slightly raised, um, up some stairs, um, either, uh, stairs either side, no, no middle no middle stair there and if you turn around and look towards the cambridgeshire countryside um, I mean it's very misty today but it's just a long sort of clear planted stretch of trees either side so you can just see on a good day for miles and miles and miles and this is obviously designed um, there was a lot of wealth in this family And if they wanted a view of grass and trees, then they were gonna have a view of grass and trees. Um, As I said, it's a very wet day, so they've covered up all these kind of urn-type ornaments that they've got on um, pillars of the garden. So you've got a pillar, um, a black railed fence, very Victorian, another pillar, Um, and on top of these pillars are sort of urn shapes or um statues or sculptures in the shape of animals or sometimes people um but they're all covered up at the moment um i'm guessing that's because it's winter and they're going to get quite weathered um i'm just going to the left side of the front door and there's this statue that stands tall and it's it's quite brutal there's this man holding it's either another man or a lady's head he's standing over her with a knife um i'm guessing it's something to do with the bible i'm guessing it's something to do um uh, of a biblical tale but it's um it's quite graphic <laughs> it's in the style of of, of of a roman or greek um statue so I assume it comes from the Bible. Um, Some of the trees here are planted beautifully. They're cut into um, stylized shapes. Um, We've got round trees, we've got tall trees. We've got trees that are shaped a bit um, like body parts, shall we say? (laughs) Um, Yes, there's a lot of sexual repression. I think that's, it comes out in all, different forms but um, I've come round to the side of the house now and I can still see that very brutal statue Um, and I'm looking up at the chimneys on the roof. Um, This building is tiny in comparison to how big it used to be. Obviously these buildings are expensive to keep, a lot of them were knocked about, knocked down, remodelled. So although it's still huge, it's nowhere near as big as it was, so i 'm um, just going to take the view in for a little bit. um I can see there's obviously some people inside and um, workers, not um, members of the public because we 're not allowed unfortunately because it is a beautiful building inside as well, so um a lot of people ask me what is my favourite style of architecture and it depends what mood I'm in to be honest I really enjoy this red brick facade I I love the Tudor red brick and this is sort of harping back to that Um, I also like the French classical style the very um, sleek stonework Um, I mean, I even like brutalist architecture now that may sound strange, um, because most of it's grey and concrete, but I think there's, there's some beauty in it as well. So, but we're not, we're not talking about grey concrete. At the moment, we're talking about beautiful, beautiful sculptures and a beautiful red brick today. So, um, the, at its tallest, it stands, one, two, three, four, five windows high, and then there's a basement level as well um either side is slightly lower with two bigger windows i think they were extensions um on either side and um, the west and the east wing were added um so they are slightly different um i think their rooms are slightly bigger as well rather than the old building that sits in the middle um a lot of these manor houses when they were built they were built with um Uh, kind of smaller houses at their heart and they built around them so a lot of these grand houses that you see they probably stemmed from from hunting lodges Um, now these hunting lodges were not small by any means but they were smaller than the building that they became so um, yeah everyone everyone who, who lived here every generation wanted to put their own mark on it which is something we all do in our own houses even today um, Wimpole Hall sits in massive amounts of, of countryside um, you can't see another house um, you can barely hear the main road and I call it a main road um, reluctantly because it's not that big of a road um, Excuse me, I'm just going to jump through a puddle. Um, It's very wet here today. We had snow this morning, but that's all cleared up now. I was excited because I thought Wimpole would look amazing in the snow, but um, alas, it's gone. So, no snow pictures for Instagram. Um, I'm going to make my way back now. I'm I'm going to see if I can get into the back gardens. Um... Hopefully they will be open um, with these strange times that we're living in. I kind of don't know what's open and what's not. So I'm just going to explore, basically. Um, I'm walking past a uh, a coffee van, which is non-operational, which is very sad because I could do with a warm coffee now. My hands are absolutely freezing. So... Right, I'm just going to make my way up, to see if I can visit the gardens. One way system in place, that's fine, we can do that, no problems. Um, So to my left is what is now the Rectory uh, restaurant, which is again closed, Um, but it's it's kind of a little bit out of place. um, Victorian building with the date of 1897 on it, and it just looks like an ordinary house, just plonked, um, alongside the stables and the, the main home. So, yes, very strange. Um, although I wouldn't turn my nose up at it, I'd be quite happy to purchase that. Right, I'm walking past the gates to go into the walled gardens. Um, And this would be the way that you would go to the farm as well. So Wimpole had their own farm um, to obviously service the house and the people that lived there. Um, I will go into detail a little bit later on about the history of Wimpole Hall and what families lived here and why it's now in the, the hands of the National Trust. Um, and we're so thankful that some of these buildings are, um, because we lost a lot of them, um, which is a shame, but these things happen, don't they? Things move on, money's tight, and people, people go, go elsewhere, don't they? So, um, I'm just going to stop here, um, there is a tree here, um, this is very strange looking, and it is over 200 years old, apparently. Um, it's got strict instructions not to climb it, so um, I'm definitely not going to climb it. Not that I could anyway in my um, in my wellies, etc. But um, yeah, beautiful old tree, 200 years. I wonder how many people have looked at that tree and how many people have um, well climbed it or admired it over the last 200 years. Um, There's also a really nice sign here. Um, uh, So it's got a picture of a horse on there and it says, be more Stanley. So it says one of our rare breed Shire horses, Stanley, is 19.5 hands high, which is two meters. So what they're asking you is to be more Stanley and stay two meters apart from each other. Nice little touch right so i'm coming round the back of the house now um the wall they're sort of formal gardens um so out the front is very landscaped it's very it looks very natural it's not natural it was created um uh, but at the back they've retained the formal garden so there's lots of uh, box hedges here and um, stylized trees another beautiful tree on my left um, Uh, And there is, this these urns that I was talking about. Again, they're on the walls, which are lovely. Um, I'll take some photos of all of this and um, I'll put them on Instagram. But yeah, I think this, I actually prefer this side. It's, it seems more, I don't know. It seems more regal. (laughs) Um, I would quite happily spend, lots of summer days here in fact I have spent lots of summer days here um, it only being down the road from where I live so um, I'm passing um, shrubs again um, in the summertime the flowers inside the hedges like sparkle they're beautiful so what I'm looking at now is um, the main back door um, and then it's kind of in a um, a U shape, should we say. So we've got two ends sticking out and then we've got the middle um, main building there as well. Again, this building used to be a lot bigger. Um, On the other side of the fence, there's lots of sheep. Um, I'm going to walk in the fields later on and um, go and see the folly. So for those of you that don't know what folly is, It was very fashionable, back in the day, to have an old medieval ruin in your garden. Um, but you'd already built up your beautiful home and your moat, etc. So, you had to bring the medieval to you, or the fake medieval. So, there is a fake tower in a ruin form crumbling which you can see directly if you look out the main back door Um, and it looks like something out of robin hood it looks like it's been there for a long time Um, if you get up to it it's actually really disappointing you go around the side and it's red brick like this so it was man-made to create the illusion of um being in this very ancient place although this is a very ancient place but there was nothing here to prove that it was a very ancient place so yeah they would just make it up so just put a medieval castle there it's fine. So at this point um, I'm going to talk about a bit the history of Wimpol. Um so it's part of an ancient landscape um, and it's been lived on solidly for 2,000 years since the Iron Age um, I'm going to fast forward slightly because I don't have all the information about the, the Iron Age up until when I'm going to talk about the Lee family. So they were here in 1428 till 1686. Um, so they dominated Wimpole for about 200 years. Um, the gabled Manor house was demolished and parts of the house you still see today are within the walls. Um, so, Thomas Chichitli uh, was an MP for Cambridgeshire and a member of the Royal Armour Tree. So, we're going to move on to the Cutler family now. So, Sir John Cutler bought Wimpole um, from his fellow grocer um, in 1686. Now, we think, oh, well, you've obviously fallen from grace being a being a grocer, but he... He was well off. It was kind of like a hobby, a habit of his. So they've, um, uh, the, the Cutler family have bought the, um, bought the estate. Um, I'm now going to move on to Charles Robartes. So he was the second Earl of Rainder. So he gained Wimpole through his marriage to Elizabeth Cutler, um, who married him without her father's consent, um. So you can imagine what their um, family parties were like. Um, So he did finally forgive her on his deathbed and he gave Wimpole Hall to her. So Elizabeth herself died not that long after and um, Charles basically used his fortune to turn Wimpole into one of the great gardens and houses of the age. Um, So... It was only his by marriage. Um, a lot of women who uh, inherited things, as soon as they got married, it would go to their um, husbands, which is just stupid, but that's just how it was. Um, so he basically overspent, like a lot of people do, and the financial strain kind of forced him to eventually sell the estate. Um So he 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 sold it to John Holes, who was the first Duke of Newcastle. So Newcastle only had Wimpole for a short while because he died in a riding accident. Um, And then he gave it to Lady um, Henrietta Cavendish um, because that was who his heir was. So um, it shortly went on to the Harley family. So Edward Harley, who was Earl of Oxford, um, gained Wimpole through his marriage to Lady Cavendish and set about enlarging the house. So he wanted to make Wimpole Hall one of the main centres of art and learning in the early Georgian age. He wanted the main lobby to be for books that he had collected and by the end of his life he had collected 50,000 printed books 41,000 prints and 355,000 pamphlets. Um, There is still still a beautiful library inside Wimpole Hall um, but it doesn't unfortunately contain all of these books still. Um, So now we are going to go on to the Earls of Hardwick. Now I've spoken about the Earls of hardwick and best of hardwick before on different podcasts um so it ended up in their family um and it was part of their estate as well so it was it was it was with the hardwick family for quite a while for so from 1740 to 1894 um it then went on to the Viscount's Clifton, who had it from 1894 to 1937, um, after which it went to um, Captain and Mrs. Bambridge, who had it from 1937 to 1976. And it was in 1976 that it was given to um, the National Trust, and they have had it ever since. So there's so much information on all these families and 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 why it passed through so many hands but we're talking thousands of years of history and now it doesn't look it it looks very georgian um now but we've got to remember people were living here for a long time and this is history right here for those of you that were very concerned about my well-being i have found a place to get coffee which is amazing um quite sad seeing all these properties kind of boarded up not allowed to to go in and stuff but alas i have my coffee and i've walked up to the front main door of the um the hall and i'm standing on the raised steps and i'm looking out at the cambridgeshire countryside and there's there's nothing it's just it's clear it's a little bit foggy the trees are slightly dead but it's very atmospheric so um i've taken some pictures of this but there's these beautiful um victorian style um cast iron lamps um on the staircase going up so um yes i wouldn't mind them in my home um that would be nice um yeah lovely i've just come down the stairs now I'm Um, The the front door is actually blocked off at the moment. I think it's just to sort of keep the weather out. They're old wooden doors, so they're not going to take the weather as much as um, the plastic ones that we have these days. I'm looking up at the building, and actually on top of the building, it looks like another biblical um, uh, sculpture. So there is a man crouching down, there's a lady sort of stooped over here and I don't know if they're holding a baby or a plate um <laughs> the two could easily get confused um as you can tell I'm not a father I don't know what children really look like when they're born um yeah I, uh, I quite like them when they get their own little personalities and stuff I apologize to my nieces there I love them both dearly um but you were boring until you could talk <laughs> I'm so mean um Yeah, so I've kind of done a loop of all of the grounds. Well, all of the grounds around the house now. I've got my coffee. Um, So I'm going to venture off into the wild and walk up to the folly. So it's about a mile's walk. um, And it's probably flooded because there's a lot of flooded areas around here. So I'm probably going to be soaked by the time I finish this. So this um, this is what I do for the listeners. I get... Uh, wet and probably pneumonia, who knows, Um, uh, touch wood, my immune system's quite good, Um, I don't smoke or um, drink anymore, Um, I do drink but not to the excessives that I did um, when I was a teenager, Um, a nice glass of um, a snowball at Christmas is kind of my thing now, or a sherry, Um, or a Long Island ice tea anyway I'm digressing and I'm on my own Um, so I'm just going to wander around all the puddles So ironically the paths are covered with puddles and the grass it's not so (laughs) I'm walking on the grass Um, I'm just going to go past some people Um, they look very muddy I'll be very muddy at the end of this all Oh, it's getting a bit squelchy underfoot now. Hi. (laughs) Is it very wet? Okay, cool. I'll give it a go. I'll brave it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I'll be extra careful. Thank you. (laughs) So a lovely lady there giving me advice basically not to fall over. So I've gone through the cattle grid and the castle gate so I'm now in the land of the sheep and cows so um I came here once with my friends my lovely friend Sarah and um we couldn't go any further near the cows because um terribly I mean it is terrible but her her granddad got chased by a herd of cows and he had to like an elderly gentleman had to climb up a tree bless him (laughs) so um her her fear kind of stemmed from from that so um it's not too bad actually um i can see a couple of rams staring at me um wondering what i'm doing in their patch um but hey guys let's all be friends we'll have no um we'll have no stress today Okay, well it stopped raining for a little bit at least. Um so I'm coming around the side of Wimpole. Now um to kind of keep the views and stuff that that the nobility and the the, the house owners wanted, um they didn't want to put fences everywhere so they created these things called ha ha's. Now um they are basically um dips uh with walls so as you're coming from the 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 cattle side um the the it goes down it dips so the cattle can't get through but there's no need for a fence because it um the, the cattle can't jump over a wall so it's a clear a completely clear view um and it keeps the cattle out of your um nice garden so yeah, if I didn't explain that very well, Google um, a ha-ha. Um, and I think it was named because people would come across here and they'd be like, ha-ha! Um, it'd be a bit of a surprise. So that's what I've been told anyway, and I'm sticking with it. So I'm going to try and walk up this hill now. Um, make some sheep friends. Um, bless them, they're... Uh, <laughs> Chilling. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's very squelchy underfoot. Um, so all these sheep are quite dirty. and There's this one sheep that is sort of glistening. Um, I guess he would be like the Messiah of sheep, if there were them. Um, but it would be this guy here. So, hello, um, Messiah. Lovely to see you, um, on your royal patch of land. So, we're in quite a wild stretch now of um of wimpole. It's very slippy. Um, I've got boots on but they don't seem to be doing anything at all. So we're going up a constructed hill. So the, a lot of these hills weren't here. Cambridgeshire is renowned for being very flat. Um, so these hills would have been added by the people who lived in Wimpole Hall. Oh, so, um, I mean, it seems bonkers now. I'm just going to build a house here, but hold on, wait, I don't like that view, so I'm just going to construct a massive hill there. Bizarre. So I've got to the massive hill just to go down it, and it turns out that my boots are not as waterproof as I thought they were. So have got a bit of squashy feet. But anyway, I've... um. I've made it and I'm staring at a tree that looks like something out of um, Sleepy Hollow. I don't know if anyone's seen the um, the Johnny Depp version of Sleepy Hollow, um, but it looks like the tree of the dead. Um, I'm kind of into it. Um, I am very macabre as we all know. So yeah, loving that tree. I'll take a picture of it and put it on social media. I remember when I came here um, pre-Covid and we were in the servants quarters having a look around and one of the tour guides told me a really interesting story. Um, Now for the life of me I can't remember names um, or anything but there was a, um, a, a junior stable boy who would sleep in the the servants' quarters of the home and um he'd been there for a long time. He was very young when he started. Anyway, he grew up to be quite a handsome man and all of a sudden all the all the all the ladies were kind of having a having a bit of a look at him. So yeah, apparently things things happened in that house that um maybe shouldn't have happened. So there was a bit of a a crossing of of um classes there so yeah this stable boy definitely um became the favorite um of the ladies of the house maybe some of the men as well um homosexuality is not a is not a new thing although we talk about it now it was very rife in the day um if we look at Downton Abbey so there's Thomas who is um homosexual um so yeah all these things would have gone on um quite scandalous really So I'm making my way around the the wired bits of the garden and we're actually walking past some lovely fluffy um, black sheep. So we've got some black sheep here, we've got some white sheep here and um, they're all mixing together like they should, like humans should. Um, They are being very forward-thinking and we love that. We love integration so keep up the good job sheepy. Very well done. It's gone a bit squelchy underfoot again. Um, I'm not entirely sure where this route ends up, but we shall see. So um, I know I'm sort of heading towards the farm area, although it's closed, unfortunately, but they have uh, pigs there, they have horses there. Beautiful. shire horses if you don't know what a Shire horse looks like it's one of the horses that used to pull all the um the the carts and, and 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 people around london and all the big major cities um their numbers have obviously dwindled because they were working horses but they are big powerful beautiful looking things um google it So just on a side note, I think I um, chose to grow my Victorian moustache completely at the wrong time um, because we have to wear masks. So I do all this tweaking and twiddling and stuff and then I have to put a mask on and redo it every time I come out of a shop. So quite often I don't do it and it dangles down into my mouth, which is not fun, but when it's up I really enjoy it. So um, yes, that was... uh, that was a side thought but if you listen to the podcast and you've listened to this one so far you will realize that actually that's what i do so um thank you for sticking with me um, through my transition into a victorian gentleman now the ground underfoot has just got very wet indeed um so i'm going to try and avoid it although i'm not sure i can So, i'm going to walk under this beautiful tree um to try and not get my feet any wetter than it is so um I seem to have survived that one just um right survived that one guys it's good isn't it very good right so I'm kind of the other side of a another ha-ha now um and I'm one side and the walled garden's to the kitchen gardens on the other side. Um, Unfortunately, I believe they are closed as well, but if you've never seen a walled garden before, it's basically what it says on the tin, it's a garden with inside a wall, normally a vegetable garden, so pests and people can't steal the produce. So um, if you've seen the secret garden, that's also a walled garden. I rewatched that film quite recently, and um, the the little girl is very spoiled, isn't she? Um, uh, very naughty and loud and yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan to be honest. I remember thinking it was all magical as a child, but as an adult watching it, I thought um, that young lady needs to get some manners. Um, but alas, I'm sure there were many um little boys and little girls like that there's a lot of adults like that as well <laughs> i um i've met quite a few in my day um of living in different parts of the the country